There we go. Three, two thousand twenty. <laughs> that was bad. Well, this is it. Yeah, R.I.P. Almost, what is this, two and a half years or so? Three years? Damn. Wait. 20, 2017. It's three years. Almost three years. Yeah. Wow. Like summer of 2017. God, we've been doing this a long time. Yeah. <laughs> and what do we have to show for it? This. Yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, but this year specifically, are you happy, sad that it's over? Oh, definitely happy. Yeah. I think almost <laughs> everyone is. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the Overtalking Podcast with your host, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Oh my gosh, it's over. Yeah, it's over. Uh, this is the show where we typically talk over TV shows and movies, just trust my guests, but we're doing a special end of year episode like we always do. That's uh, right. Just, just me and Siege, and we're going to talk about our uh, top 10 movies and TV shows of the year. That's right. We're instead of, we've learned our lesson. Instead of going through the Rotten Tomatoes top 10 movies of the year, where each of us of are which like, we've seen none of it. Yeah, yeah. We're like, never heard of that one. I have nothing to say about that. Don't know what that's about. Yeah. Instead, we finally learned our lesson. We're going to go through our, our top rated episodes of the year. Right. So as everybody knows, we do ratings. Mm-hmm. So we're looking through what we have rated the best that our guests have brought us. And then a little bit at the end, we'll actually talk about other stuff that we've just enjoyed watching this year that have gotten us through this terrible, horrible year. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're not going to talk about everything that we watch outside of the show, on the show. So uh, yeah, we got to do a couple honorable mentions there. So yeah, should we just should we just dive in though? Let's get into it. Ken, let's hear your top 10 most rated things that we have watched for this show. Okay. Well, coming in at number 10, was Cowboy Bebop with uh, guest Freddie Powers. Uh, I rated that at an 8.5, apparently. That's great. Do I remember much of this episode? <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, I think I had seen Cowboy Bebop before. That sounds right. the one episode that we watched for this episode of the show, I think I liked. Can't you speak much did. more to that, though. <laughs> this is such <laughs> a great start. Damn. Do you remember much of uh, Cowboy Bebop, Siege? Um, I remember liking the music, I think is what I maybe said. Okay. Uh, and I think I want to say Freddie had recommended the soundtrack. Yeah. This was one that he said, like, I think you, he liked it because you could watch sort of one-off episodes, but obviously better because there is like a, an overarching story to it. I know this is uh, like very popular in in anime. I know this is the like gateway anime to like more shows. Um, that sounds right. But even he did not think it was perfect. He only gave it a nine. So even he True. knows there's some flaws to it. True. I gave that one an eight. So pretty on board. Yeah, I think I think Dude. we all gen- genuinely liked it. Yeah, it was an interesting show. I think I said I was going to try to go back and uh, watch more. Oops. Uh, How many times do you think we have said that? about Austin? <laughs> At I least have, a couple times this year. I have not uh, followed through on any of it. I think there's like one or two I, I did. Like over the garden wall. I think that was last year though, but I, I followed through and watched all of that. Good. Yes. That's, um, that's an excellent show. Yeah, definitely. But not in this year's list. <laughs> Number nine for me was bloody muscle bodybuilder in hell, which I rated a full nine. Although to be fair, the next five are tied. So yeah, uh, it could be higher in the list and it should be because <laughs> this movie is the best thing ever. If you heard the episode, 
great. If you haven't, go listen to it. And apparently, this is on Amazon Prime now. Oh, whoa. Yeah. After we posted the episode, someone from the company, the distribution company, yeah. uh, messaged us on uh, Instagram and was like, oh, thanks for promoting it. And we're like, I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, man. And didn't say anything back. But uh, he did mention that I think that it's on uh, Prime, or I looked it up at that point and it was on Prime. So yeah, you can find this one now. Uh, for those who didn't listen to the episode, it is a really, really, really low budget Japanese horror movie made over the course of like 15 years or something, maybe even longer. Was it like 30 years? That's no. uh, That sounds right. It was It was at least a, long a decade or two. I right. Think. Yeah. That was a super hard one to describe to people who have never seen it. Yeah. It's like Evil Dead, but like with no budget whatsoever and way worse effects. Yeah. Um, and it's Japanese. But yeah, it's it's really fun and it's short. Um, and now you can find it. So it's a real possibility to watch. So Yeah. I I do. I only gave it a six. Um, this is episode 137. If anybody wants to check that out. I I feel like I missed out on it. I would have had a better time had I been in like a theater or watched it with friends or something like that. I think this yeah, is one sure. that like would would be better if you're watching it with people. Yeah, I think we said on the show that it's definitely a, a group watch um, if you can. Um, otherwise, it's just kind of weird to sit alone and watch. But yep, yeah, I I, th- I think I talked about my experience first time watching this at a horror movie fest with a full theater of people cracking up at it and. Is the best possible way to watch it, um, which obviously not everyone can, but yeah. Oh, well. All right. Next movie. Number eight. Uh, again, tied, but it is Back to the Future, which is episode 163, because, of course, this is a great movie. Yeah. It's a cult classic. Do yeah. we really need to go into this? Everybody's seen this movie, right? <laughs> yeah. It's not even a cult classic. It's just a classic. It's, yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. If you haven't seen Back to the Future, like it's something you need to watch, just like CJ needs to watch The Shining at some point. Yeah. <laughs> And it's on Netflix. Back to the future. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's good enough. Yep. Uh, Number seven, Heat Vision and Jack. I also gave a nine. That's right. Seems strange thinking back now. (laughs) I guess I did like it. So for those who who didn't see that episode, which is 162, which was apparently just the previous episode. Oh, yeah. It's it's like a one-off fake pilot. It, It wasn't even a real pilot, was it? I think it was. I think it was a real pilot. I mean, Ben Stiller was like producing it and involved in it. Yeah, but no way they could have sustained that for a whole series. Anyway, it's a very jokey uh, Jack Black starring pilot that, yeah, Ben Stiller shows up in. And Uh, and Owen Wilson. uh, Oh, and Owen Wilson voices the uh, talking motorcycle. Yes. Uh, It's on YouTube. If you want to check it out, recommend it. It was funny for what it was. Yeah. Number six for me, James Dugan was on and he chose Star Trek The Next Generation. This is another one that I said I would follow up on and have not yet. And <laughs> even asked him to send me a list of the best episodes and he did. And I still didn't watch any of them yet. Sorry. Uh, this was episode 155. Um, but the episode he chose, I don't remember the name of it. Something with uh, the light. Yeah, something with light. Just yeah. look up light. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But it was a really good episode. It was it was just like really well acted and it was very much a uh like a one-off too. So it worked well for people who had never seen the show before to just watch. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was it was a good one as as two people who were or at least speaking for myself, not that familiar with the Star Trek world. Uh, same. It was a good yeah. one. Yeah, I, I I've seen a few of the newer movies, but obviously those 
are like very disconnected from the classic series. So yeah, I don't know. I really liked it. Um, gave it a nine. That's it. All right. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. Number five, we had Corey Gregory from a band. Prince Daddy and the Hyenas. Thank you. For episode 144, it was Gremlin. Sorry, 141, Gremlins. Gremlins, great. I should have probably ranked this higher than a nine, but a nine is pretty good. I watched this around Christmas time again because <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. Did it hold up the second time around or the probably fifth time for fifth you? Or whatever? Time, I'm, I'm sure it did. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, it's it's a really good movie. Uh, horror comedy, kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Eh, it's, it's a it, weird one. It's a it's definitely a weird one. It's it's just quirky. Um, I th- I think you didn't like it as much. Correct. This probably didn't make your top ten. It did not. I gave it a six point three. <laughs> okay. That does not make it the top ten. Yeah. No. Well, it, it was like we learned even after watching it, even our guest, Corey, was like, why didn't I choose Gremlins 2? I'm an idiot. Like, I, we should have watched Gremlins 2. Yeah, well, that's I totally disagree with that. And at some point we will do that episode. But uh, Gremlins 2 is just batshit. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, do you think I, I would like it more than Gremlins? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. All right. Coming in at number four. We have, here we go. Here's something that would have been on my just normal top 10 anyway. Host, 2020's Host. That was episode 172. Uh, this is something I think you can find on Amazon Prime. Or if not, Shutter if you have that. Um, but yeah, this was really good. It is less than an hour. It is probably my favorite horror movie of the year. Dang. Made and written and recorded all during like lockdown, quarantine. So it's like fresh as hell, mm-hmm. fresh to death. Something and great. those people in the uh, movie sure would. They sure would. If they could speak at all, because they're probably dead. They are dead. Um, spoiler. It's a seance over Zoom with like the full Zoom interface for the entire thing. It's it's really good and yeah. short. And yeah, I gave it a 9.1, apparently. Yep. CJ, you hated it. It was so. far too spooky for me, but I, <laughs> but I did give it a lot. I will give it a ton of credit for, yeah, the, the style of it. And it was very well done and cool looking. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I don't know. I think the perfect horror movie for 2020, um, just kind of sums up probably how everyone's feeling in general through zoom. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Coming in at number three, we have star Wars, the empire strikes back. That was episode 177. Yeah. That makes sense. Again, another classic, uh, probably my favorite Star Wars movie, I think I, I said, and is still true. Yeah, just a really, really good, good movie if you move for Star Wars and uh, want to pop something on. This is the one. I don't know what else to say about this one. It's, is this your uh, favorite Star Wars? Yeah, I think it is. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess I like The Mandalorian a lot. Have you been watching that? I have not watched any of season two. We're going to start okay. binging that very soon. But I, yeah, okay. I loved, love season one. And I hear yeah, season well, two is like even better. It is. Yeah. I won't say more, but it's, it's great. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I think, I think Mandalorian might be my favorite star Wars thing, but in terms of movies, I think this is the one the Empire Strikes Back. Uh, And then we're getting into a tied first place. So one and two, I'll just go in the order that they're in the sheets tied for first place is for me, uh, Avatar, the last airbender One fifty eight is the episode number. Uh, that was with Riley. And uh, yeah, I've rewatched the series several times. This is the cartoon, not the movie. 
to be very clear. Yeah. Uh, and also not the sequel series, Legend of Korra, which I do not like. Oh. But yeah, this is the original Avatar Last Airbender. Really good. Just great comfort watch. This was one of those things that after doing that for an episode, I just continuously heard people talk about it more and more. It's it's very popular now, especially since it is on Netflix. Yeah. Um, it's getting that resurgence. Yeah. Did you consider continuing with this one? No, <laughs> because <Okay. laughs> I, I didn't, not that I hated it or anything. I gave it a seven. I, I think it's True. a good show and I, I only hear good things anytime people talk about it. I just, nope, just haven't slated it into things I've been watching. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, that was, that was a full 10 for me. And then the other 10 uh, tied for first place was Booksmart, which was episode 134, which uh, was tens across the board. So this will just be showing up on your list, CJ, too. That's right. Yeah, I I actually don't remember much about this movie uh, for it being a full 10. Apparently, I loved it. It's really uh, good. Yeah, I remember it being very funny. Uh, oh, I remember one scene dying, uh, the scene where they're like watching porn in that taxi cab or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was with uh, Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. Yeah. God, I'll never forget that scene. That really <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really good movie. This was one of the movies. I, I actually saw this in theaters before you know everything happened but yeah i was excited to rewatch this for the pod and still gave it a 10 because it's great yeah i'd probably still rewatch it like now just for fun yeah i mean i I guess this is probably the number one thing we can recommend just because even the guest and both of the hosts all gave it a 10 yeah so it's probably the most widely people-pleasing movie that we we have seen yes uh yeah If, if anybody still has not seen that highly highly recommend checking that one out yeah, and then listen to our episode 134. Correct. All right, that's it for my top 10. CJ, you want to do yours? Okay, number 10 coming in just how it's sorted because apparently I have a bunch of things that are uh, I rated an 8.0, um, <laughs> but I'm just going to go off what this says. <laughs> and this is uh, episode 149, the movie Good Time with our good friend Zach from the Have To Podcast. Hmm. Yeah, this was one of the, the Safdie brothers one. I remember this... I remember enjoying this. It was cool, except for the fact that I just felt anxious the entire time you watched this movie. Yeah, and any Safdie Brothers movie, because um, I think we also watched Uncut Gems at one point. And Correct. That was also just full-on sweating the whole movie. Yeah, it's it. this is definitely that. But also, like, really gripping and compelling. Yeah, um, it was it was a good watch. I'm, I'm glad I, I saw it. Uh, but yeah, I just remember... Oh boy, yeah, just like feeling anxious throughout the entire time of watching this. For sure. I'll give a couple honorable mentions since they're tied at an 8.0 with uh, I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore and When Harry Met Sally. Those both got an 8.0. But uh, number nine, uh, I gave Cowboy Bebop an 8.0. Oh, okay. Apparently I did enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) All Uh, right. Episode 148 again. Uh, Yeah, but like you said, don't really remember a ton of it. This was way back in April. Yeah. So maybe that's why. Well, we watched like one 20 minute episode. So right. like, you know, there's not a whole lot. Yeah. We didn't spend that much time on it. I don't know. Yeah. It does feel like a show though, that I would enjoy had I like stuck with it. I liked yeah. the, the sort of the feel of it. Right. Yeah. Number eight uh, is episode 137. They came together with cousin mm-hmm. Eric. I, yeah, I really, I am honestly surprised I didn't rate this higher. I probably should have. I really like this movie. This is that they're sort of spoofing a rom-com. Paul Rudd, Amy Poehler, Bill Hader, just a an absolute all-star cast. Every funny person is in this movie. 
I think if we had watched this like now after having just watched several rom-coms, yeah, uh, it may, it may have, I may have even rated it higher. Although I, I gave it a full 8.0. So uh, yeah. I definitely liked it too. It, it's very, 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 very funny. Oh my gosh. And this was back in February. So I remember we actually watched it all together. Remember when we could do that? We watched this all together? We did. We watched this together and then recorded Whoa. back when we used to do that, when we would watch movies together and then immediately record an episode Whoa. afterwards. Oh, I yeah. don't remember the last time someone was here. That was probably that. <laughs> it was probably that. <laughs> back yeah. in early, early February. Or wow. honestly, we probably watched this in late January then. Right. Dang. Wow. Wow. Before it all happened. A simpler time. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Uh, number seven is episode 168, Documentary Now with oh, yeah. the wonderful Julia Sullivan. This show is amazing. I think I just raved about it the entire time. We specifically watched, is it the first episode? It's with- I think so, yeah. It's with uh, Bill Hader and Fred Armisen, supposed to be playing like uh, older women that live in a uh, decrepit house and- it's like something gardens or something? Yes. Gray, right? gray Gardens? Is that gray it? Gardens? Probably, Yes. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, w- that show is, is amazing. It's all on Netflix too. Uh, can't get enough of that. Number six, episode 139, Scott Pilgrim versus the world with Steven. This is mm-hmm. one of my favorites. I own all of the comic books. I have the like little box set, the paperback ones. This movie is so good. Uh, this one, again, 8. I guess an 8.5 is pretty high for me. I, I love rewatching this movie. This was back in February too, man. Yeah, we did this one. This was an in-person record. Dang. Uh, yeah, no, I, I rated this a full eight too. I, I mean, yeah, this is a really good movie. Um, I, yeah, on the on the record of the soundtrack. They did a um, reunion table read. I haven't watched it though. Oh, cool. Over Zoom. But yeah, I can't say enough good things about that movie. I think it's great. Just the, the style of it, the music in it is amazing. It's all great. There's a video game too. Did you play that? I never did, no. I remember you mentioning that, though. Oh, okay. So cool. I'm just repeating myself. That's awesome. Go listen to the episode. <laughs> 138. Uh, 139. Com- coming in at uh, number five was also uh, episode 162, Heat Vision and Jack with the wonderful Justin Peters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I loved this pilot. It was amazing. I- I'm honestly surprised you gave it a higher rating than me because I was all about yeah, it. Yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> you gave this a nine. I, get- I-, I-, I should change that. It should be a nine. I really liked this. Like we said, it's on YouTube. Please go check it out. It's very funny and silly, uh, mm-hmm. especially in these times if you just want something to dumb and silly to watch. Yeah. Also making my list at number four, uh, episode 163, Back to the Future. Because, of course, it's like we said, it's a classic. Yeah. Nothing more needs to be said about that, right? Nope. You know you know what it is. You know what it is. You've, You've heard it. of it. You've heard of it. That's it. Coming in at number three, episode 142, The Fantastic Mr. Fox with, again, Justin Peters. Whoa. He's got good taste, that guy. Yeah. Uh, good taste in music as well. I gave it a 9.0. That It is one of my favorite Wes Anderson uh, movies. This was the one, I believe we received a couple voicemails because um, certain someone were angry that we were doing Wes Anderson <laughs> movies without right. them. That's right. Uh, I believe they got into an altercation. Yeah, I believe there was some back and forth life. between Justin and uh, our previous guests. Yeah, this it's so cool. It's it's one of Wes Anderson's stop animation too, the like claymation mm-hmm. feel to it. It's so good. It's such a fun movie. Yeah, I, I only gave it a seven point five, but I, I do remember enjoying it. Um, it was really well done. And coming in at number two, we keep this Jack Black train rolling. 
episode uh, 159 school of rock baby with the shelby weaver i gave this a full-on 10 i gave it a 7.5 probably should give it a lower <laughs> i love this movie shelby of course gave this a 1 million i believe that's Damn. her rating Damn. Uh, this, yeah, it's so good. Uh, this was, I think I remember being a little hesitant or like being afraid that rewatching it, it wasn't going to hold up as well as I remembered, but it did still loved it. Still a very fun movie. Uh, um, I've learned how to play their, the kid's song on guitar for myself. Oh, wow. Cool. Very fun. And coming in at number one for me as well. Episode wow. 134 book smart. Dang. Because, of course, like Ken said, we all gave this a 10.0. It's such a fun movie. Very funny. Very rewatchable. Very good. Yeah. I mean, that. I guess that really should be number one. It tends across the board. Yeah, I think so. And there yeah. you have it. Our all right. top 10 episodes of the horrible year 2020. Yeah. If you need something to get you through these uh, darker days of winter, these are the best ones that we like the most. Yeah. You can you can hear us actually genuinely enjoying the things our guests picked. Right. Yeah, which maybe isn't always the best actual episode of the show, but uh is the best stuff that we've watched. Right. <laughs> Sometimes you know like a episode of like Anastasia is uh probably one of the better ones. Uh, uh which we yeah. hated. <laughs> we uh, hated. That's episode 135 if you want us yeah. um just shit on Olivia's childhood movie. Right. <laughs> the entire time or if you want to hear us react in real time to the death of Ruth Bader Gettysburg, you can listen to episode 170, uh, which we also watched something that we hated, Heathcliff and the Cadillac Cats. Yes. Um, so, you know, God. we got everything here. Yeah. On show. Uh, we watched Cats, episode 169. I gave that a two. Oh, yeah. You gave it a three and a half. That, that probably should definitely be uh, lower. lower. I mean, no. Uh, yeah, probably lower for sure in our ratings, but... Uh, Mitch Mitchell gave it a full 10. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah, a, a absolutely horrible, horrible movie, but a pretty fun episode <laughs> to just shit on it the entire yeah. time. Yeah, definitely. So now we're going to actually talk about things we have watched outside of this. Yeah. Do you want to start it off this time with yes. your uh, top three and some honorable mentions of uh, what you've watched in real life that we haven't talked about on the show? I would love to. Thank you for asking. Coming in at number one, as soon as we decided we were going to do this, this is the movie that immediately jumped in my mind. It's called Extraordinary. Those are two words, not one word. Okay. Um, and the movie, the, the movie explains why they, they mention it. Um, it has uh, Will Forte, Claudio Dardy, and then a bunch of, um, it's like, an, it was made in Ireland, a bunch of uh, Irish actors that I'm I'm not familiar with. But man, is this movie amazing. This would be a full-on 10.0 for me. It is very original, I feel like. It's very funny. It's very charming. It's So uh, to give you a brief uh, synopsis, it follows this main character, Rose, a mostly sweet and lonely Irish driving instructor, must use her supernatural talents to save the daughter of Martin, who is also mostly sweet and lonely, from a washed-up rock star, played by Will Forte, who is using her in a satanic pact to reignite his fame oh damn that sounds like something i would love okay it's cool. so good well so will forte it was this he's he plays this like musician that hit it big in the past but can't seem to get like another number one hit going so he starts worshiping the devil to try to make a pact to get his like music talent back it's it's 
yeah, I, I can't recommend this enough. Very original, very funny and charming all around. Great. Awesome. It's accessible through like what we did was just sign up for, uh, for the free trial of Showtime and then cancel it after a week. So you can okay. watch it for free. Uh, that's through Amazon prime, I believe. Cool. The, the next movie, Palm Springs, the lonely Island production starring oh. Andy Samberg. Yeah, I never, I never got around to watching that. Oh man, this one, I, I probably will end up rewatching just because it is, it is very fun. It's kind of a, it's usually described as like a different Groundhog's Day. Andy Samberg's character is sort of reliving the same day every, every day over and over again, which is um, a wedding. But the twist on this is that other people end up reliving the same day with him. So unlike Bill Murray and Groundhog's Day, where he's sort of on his own. Andy Samberg ends up like with some people, but I, I don't want to spoil too much. Um, I think that that plot line is very widely known though. He's even described it as that in interviews and stuff like that. Okay. It's on cool. Hulu. I'm pretty sure it's a who like Hulu bought it. Highly recommend that one. Nice. And then number three is a TV show uh, called taskmaster. It's a uh, British television show. However, they have done a couple different spinoffs it's mostly you can get through series one through like six, I think are all on YouTube for free. Oh, I dang. cannot recommend this highly enough, especially for these trying times we're in. It is the perfect, just super silly, goofy show. So it's a it's a game show. There are two hosts, the Taskmaster played by Greg Davies and his sidekick, Alex Horn, who's actually the, the mastermind behind all of this and stars five comedians and they are tasked with completing tasks. However, oh. when they're doing the tasks, they are doing it siloed. So they have no idea how the other contestants, how the other comedians have completed it. They they walk up to the task. They get a little parchment paper, read the instructions, and then they uh, the instructions usually end with your time starts now. So that's all they're given is just like a list of instructions to do something and then usually when they have follow-up questions, Alex, the psychic, just says all the instructions are on the task. <laughs> okay. But it is basically, uh, I've been describing it as a look into the human condition because it really shows you just how people's brains work. Hmm. I'll give you an example. The very first episode, I think it's the very first task, is they walk into this room with a table and a watermelon on it. And there's a bunch of sheets of plastic everywhere around the room, kind of like a Dexter's kill room. Okay. And the task just says, eat as much watermelon as you can in one minute. Your time starts now. <laughs> and that, so that's it. They're just, they just have a watermelon on a table. So some people instantly like run out of the room, go down to the kitchen, grab like a knife and spoon, come back, start carving the watermelon and just shoveling it in their mouth. Other people just full on panic, lift up the watermelon, Smash snatch it. it on the ground. <laughs> and one guy just gets on his knees on the ground and is just shoveling Jesus. watermelon into his face with his hands. <laughs> it is such a fun, silly show. I can't remember something that has made me laugh out loud like this much. Cool. Like, there are plenty of episodes where I am like crying laughing. Every person I've recommended this to has come back and said that they loved it. Um, this was recommended to us uh, from friend of the show, Mary. So thank you so much for telling me about this. We started this in the pandemic. We're now on series nine, I believe. We well, are just, how, many, how many are there? I think there's at least 10. And then there's this like championship episode where they take all the winners of past seasons and do two episodes. Damn. There, there's a US spinoff hosted by Reggie Watts, which I've not watched yet. Huh. Um, but that got canceled after one season. 
There's a New Zealand one that just started a couple weeks ago that I very much want to watch just for their accents alone. (laughs) But yeah, cannot recommend this highly enough. It is such a silly, silly, fun show. Cool. I will check that out. And then honorable mentions had to toss in one stand-up special because of course, and that is going to be uh, Whitmer Thomas's The Golden One. This is on HBO and probably whatever HBO Max or whatever those things are. But it, it, it's a stand-up special, but he also has some songs. And then it's sort of like part documentary. It, it He <laughs> goes back to his hometown where he grew up to perform this special, which is in um, Alabama, I believe. But it also sort of talks about his mom passing away and the sort of weird relationship that he had with his father. Um, He talks to his dad for like the first time in years or whatever. Um, So it's kind of like a split between like stand-up special and sort of like documentary about his childhood. Interesting. Very, very well done. The jokes are really funny. It gets kind of like there's some darkness, obviously, because of his mom passing away and, and stuff like that. His songs are very silly and fun, though. I've listened. His album is on Spotify, so you can listen to just the songs from the special. Hmm. And they are super good. Cool. Um, he actually even he uses Letterboxd, uh, the app we use to rate stuff. Okay. So I, I follow him on there and he rated his own stand up special on there, which I thought was <laughs> v- very funny. Full five stars, I'm assuming. Uh, actually, he just gave it a review. He didn't even rate okay. it. <laughs> His own review of his own stand-up special is where to begin. And then it has that like thinking face emoji. <laughs> we tried really hard to make this crap good. I wish I wouldn't have tied my shirt to the side like that when I did the show. Other than that, I'm happy with how it turned out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, recommend that a lot. And then I have to mention, uh, it came out this year, the Middle Ditch and Schwartz specials that are on oh, Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think I am now on maybe my third rewatch of those. Dang. It, those were just exactly what I needed when all of this stuff started. I think they came out when we were just maybe a couple months in. We didn't really know quite how bad this was going to be yet. Again, very, very silly. It's If people don't know it, it's all improvised. It's two people, Thomas Middleditch and Ben Schwartz, just making stuff up for an hour. They, they each play like 10 different characters, which baffles me how they're able to keep all of that straight. Really, really recommend those. Yeah, I've seen those. I can also recommend them as well. Very funny. Only one time for me, though. Three. Oh, yeah. That, that's uh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> for me, uh, top three, I'm going off of my letterbox, and I only started recording movies in August, so I'm probably forgetting stuff. But top three for me, you went all funny. Mine are all scary. Uh <laughs> I'm going to start with number three, Suspiria, 1977 Suspiria. This is a Dario Argento film. It's It's been very popular for years, but uh, this is the first time I, I watched it. I kind of did like a at-home horror movie marathon uh, one weekend just because I couldn't do any in-person ones this year uh, for obvious reasons. And uh, this is one of the movies I watched and I, was, I, would, I knew it was going to be good, but I, it was better than I expected. Yeah, it's it's about a, a girl who goes to a like boarding school for dance, but they don't really touch on that too much. It's spooky, but like the style is really cool. And uh yeah, I don't know. It's it's an Italian film, but it's all in English. It's it's cool. All right. Uh number two for me is another horror movie. 
Uh, this is a recent one. This is 2020. The Dark and the Wicked. Never even heard of that one. Yeah, it's uh, it came out only like a, a month or two ago. Hmm. It's about son and daughter who go to visit their mom who's been having a hard time taking care of their bedridden father. And things kind of just descend into madness and uh, kind of like a demonic madness. I don't want to say too much because it's 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 really good. I don't know. It's it's one that genuinely scared me, which takes a lot. And yeah. this is uh, definitely a high recommendation for me if you are really into uh, super scary horror movies, The Dark and the Wicked. Hmm. And number one for me is a movie starring Sarah Paulson. I think this came out on Hulu, uh, again, also in 2020. It's called Run. Have you heard of that, Siege? No. Just just Run? Just just Run, Yeah. I was getting a lot of attention and I can't talk too much about it without kind of spoiling it. Unfortunately, um, it's, it's more of a thriller than it is a horror movie, but a, a girl ha- is bound to a wheelchair uh, with kind of a, an overly protective mother. And that this girl has to take like a lot of pills every day for a, a myriad of conditions that she's uh, apparently had since birth. And that, that's all I could say. Uh, that's it. <laughs> The mom is uh, is Sarah Paulson, and uh, yeah, it's it's got huge twists, and I would love to talk about it with anyone who's seen this movie. Uh, <laughs> that's the problem with these; like, I can't say too much, like, to recommend it without spoiling it. That's that's uh, upsetting because I feel like if I were to say more, that I don't know, I feel like it'd sell people, but it also like totally ruin it. So, uh, anyway, those are top three. A uh, couple honorable mentions. I think I mentioned this on the podcast at one point, the I never hike alone. It's a, a fan film uh, of Friday the 13th. They haven't made like a Friday the 13th movie in several, many, many years. Um, and this is uh, like a really, really good, probably better than most Friday the 13th movies. Oh, wow. Uh, fan film. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. Also, I pretty sure it's free on YouTube because it's a fan film. Hmm. So yeah, feel free to check it out. Books of blood uh, is really good two it's 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 an anthology but they all uh all the various stories connect that's uh, also a 2020 movie uh very good and uh just gonna shout out to host again because that was my favorite horror movie of 2020 and uh that's it that's it another year another year down the drain thank god <laughs> <laughs> let's hope 2021 is uh better than this year oh gosh yes let's hope any uh, New Year's resolutions, Siege? Oh, yeah. We usually do that, don't we? <laughs> I have not put any thought into that. I Just yeah. because none of this feels normal. Like, Right. Yeah. Normally, we'd be like planning some sort of like New Year's Eve party or something like that. Or like, yeah, getting together with friends. But that's not going to happen. And yeah, that's usually when I kind of like think about that stuff. But yeah, probably just going to be home for that. And like watch a movie or something. Yeah. It, it, it was weird. Like last year, Meg and I just stayed in and after it was all said and then we're like, actually that was really nice. Like that. We just stayed in one year and then now we're forced to the next year. And we're like, Oh, well shoot. <laughs> kind of wish we had done something bigger, but that's all uh, hindsight. Yeah. Hindsight is uh, literally 2020. Yeah. But you know, we've done it before. It's fine. I, th- I think you'll enjoy it more than you. Oh uh, yeah. I, I mean like, I didn't, I never gave a shit about New Year's Eve like that day. It was just fun to get together with friends. Like, I don't, 
I don't care exactly. about, yeah, like celebrating that. Exactly. But who knows? Maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll hop on a Zoom for a bit or something like that just to say hi to everybody. Or... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think we'll definitely set something up like that. But um, yeah, no, no resolutions. No resolutions. <laughs> I, right. I just moved, so I'm still sort of getting settled in with that. Like, I, yeah, just going to um, try to get more quality sleep, as always. There you go. That's a good one, actually. That's about it. And any of you have any in mind? Uh, I really need to get back in shape. This, uh, such an original a New Year's resolution. I know. That I think you say every year. Every year. That's right. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to just keep fighting the fight that I am always losing of getting in shape. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I've been trying to at least like I'm for sure lately have been. There's been plenty of more days where I do not leave the, the apartment, which is bad. Um, but we actually just were luckily sort of gifted a rowing machine. Um, somebody is moving and they didn't want to, instead of like having to put that in storage or whatever, they gave it to us. So that's been super helpful to just be like, okay, I'll just do this for like a half hour to at least like feel good about myself. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's great. Yeah. I've also, I've used it only once, but the exercise bike I bought from you. (laughs) Oh yeah. Sounds yeah. moving, but that's been nice. Cause I just like, you set it up in front of the TV and like watch a show or something while you're doing that. Nice. Yeah. I think, I think everyone's resolution is to just stay sane. Don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah. This is all different. No one is used to this or, or knows what to do exactly. So. And it, it can really only get better next year. So. Yeah. That's the hope. Yeah. <laughs> Big well, sigh. Yeah. Well, Ken, it's been fun doing another year of this with you. Yeah, it's a one more. Wow. It's a one more, and that's it. We're calling it, right? Just one more. Yeah, absolutely. What was the last movie we said we were going to do? Can you remember? (laughs) No, I don't. You remember that we had like seven minutes aside, right? (laughs) You're right. There was one movie we said we were finally going to do, and I can't remember what it was. All right. Well, start start thinking about that. (laughs) Yeah. Glad glad to see we did it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, happy new year, Siege. Happy new year. And happy new year to all the overtalkers out there. We'll see you in 2021. Thanks for listening. Bye. That's a wrap on 2020. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. And hold on one second. I got to take Bailey out of this room. Bailey, I'm recording a podcast. (laughs) Are you still up here?